You're listening to Red Gorilla Network, the Kong of Casting. Political ignorance. Yeah. yeah. Work ethic. With Lloyd Collins. And DJ MCJ. What's going on, y'all? How you doing? Welcome to episode five or six of Political Ignorance. I don't know. We get so uh, ignorant up in here. We just forget what's going on sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, first off, I want to point out, uh, my name is Lloyd Collins and Ansi, DJ Ansi. She's going to be on the Ansi J. Yeah, just call me Ansi J. Ansi J is going to be on the show this week. Uh, normally, we do have uh, My Bad Foo. Yes. That's what he's going about, My Bad Foo. Mm-hmm. He's usually here, but um, he is absent this week. Uh, first thing we're going to do is throw out a couple of theories why Foo was absent. <laughs> okay. what, what, what do you think? What do you think that the theory could be that he's absent? Why, why, why do you think Foo's absent? Um... He's getting some head. He's getting some head. He's getting some head. That's uh, Ansi's reason for Fubi and absent. Which, you know, there's a high probability, let's say 75% probability that that is true. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I can't I can't front on that. I think that Fu is absent because he is um, watching TV somewhere. I think that probably watching TV, chilling. What do you think he would be watching? I, I think that fool probably watching some repeats of Power right now. <laughs> Maybe bootlegging the, uh, oh. that Southpaw movie. <laughs> <laughs> he did talk about it twice. I know, right? Uh-huh. I know, right? And, and then I'm going to go with the uh, third theory that uh, Fu was abducted by aliens. And that's why he's not not here. That's a, that's my third theory. Oh, well, he'll be back um, tomorrow because they'll be like, all right, enough <laughs> of you. <laughs> Give him back. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be, it'd be messed up if food was like our only representation throughout the whole galaxy of the human race. Like aliens just uh, kidnapped him and paraded him in front of other alien races. Like this is what humans are. That'd be crazy. <laughs> that would be crazy. That would be crazy. So how's your week going? Uh, my week is, is going good. It is going good. You know, there's a lot of things happening this week that just um, have me questioning the moral fabric of the United States of America. Oh, yes, I agree with you. So let's just get into it. Well, you know, um, I'm going to talk about my top three real quick. The top three things. Uh, Donald Trump, no matter what this guy says, we just continue to give him airplay. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, we do. Yeah, like it's crazy because... uh, like I said all the time, you know, I don't. I think I. I think this guy is certifiably insane. I think that he has no grasp of the human experience, and I feel that everything that he says comes from uh, some book that no one has ever read before. <laughs> uh, speaking of books, uh, th- so the first thing is uh, they had an interview with him, and they were asking him about his favorite Bible verses. Yeah, and he was talking about he in the past he said that he's a huge Bible person that he's a Protestant I think and that he reads the Bible all the time and he believes in the principles of the Bible. When they asked him exactly which passage was his favorite, he started dancing like Ben Vereen. I mean, dancing, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like dancing, not dancing physically, but like dancing around the subject. Oh, he okay. wouldn't give Got a straight it. answer, mm-hmm. and it was just uh, it was just the biggest. I can't say the biggest political blunder because he's made a thousand political blunders. Definitely. But that was like a huge one. Like he couldn't even pull John three sixteen out of his ass. Just okay, this interview's over. He was he just kept defending himself. Like ah, I don't want to go into it. It's a very personal thing. And I'm like, you know what? That means you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Basically. Exactly. Um, the second thing that's going on is um, <sighs> I I really don't even want to talk about it because it's uh. I, I just feel a certain way about what I'm about to say, but uh, apparently, black militant groups have just uh, decided that there is a war going on against uh, cops and white people. Uh, in Texas, there was a police officer that was shot like 15 times. Oh gosh! At yes. the uh, at the gas station, and uh, tonight in Illinois, there was a, another police officer that was shot. They haven't determined whether the suspects were black or white, but uh, in Illinois, not in Chicago, like 50 miles north. Uh, west of Chicago, a police officer was shot and uh, succumbed to his wounds. And but but that's just one part of it. The other part of it is that uh, a couple of black extremists have started posting uh, 
messages on Facebook talking about how this is the reaction and Black Lives Matter has been taken to another level. It started off as a protest and now they're just going around shooting motherfuckers. And, it, and it's so tripped out because from the beginning of Black Lives Matter, I have been saying this and I really feel like I've believed this since the fifth grade. Okay. And that is that all life matters. Oh. You know what I mean? Like not all lives matter. We Okay, I I understand that. I do. But you have to understand one thing because I heard someone say that and it's we know that all lives matter, but it's more the fact that so many people were getting killed so it we had to start a Black Lives Matter like Sandra Bland getting pulled over for no reason. I I understand that. Now mm-hmm. now what I what I think about that is that's a very one-sided very um, uh, minuscule point of view because we have to look at it like this. Every day in Syria, there are hundreds of people who get killed. Every day in Africa, there are hundreds of people who get killed. Every day in these war-torn nations, more people get killed per day than get killed per month from the police here in America. Now, I understand that it impacts our lives and I understand that me personally, I am at risk to get shot in the face every time I walk out of my house. But the reality is that's not very much different from a lot of other people in the world. And to draw a specific spotlight on our struggle and to say that their struggle doesn't uh, hold the same weight because it's not in this country because it's not the color of their skin I feel like there's a certain arrogance to that so I wouldn't that's say why that. I say all lives matter okay I wouldn't say that um, obviously that is important but at the same time you have to really understand that black lives matter because is because the movement is supposed to reiterate that cops are not supposed to kill. I mean, don't get me wrong. Black and black, black people kill black people. Yeah. So my cousin I, was killed by a nigga. Trust me. Yes, I, I understand that. But when you, when someone who's supposed to protect you, kill is killing you. Yeah. Okay. That's a problem. I, I get when that. you see a little girl, well, I think she was like thirteen, manhandled by a cop. Pushed, yeah. shoved down that there's a problem yeah. so i think that black lives matter is just saying hey look we're going to start this movement so this can stop and okay we need this to stop i understand that now 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 again i, I fully realize that but this is what i also realized i also realized that Police have been killing people ever since their first day on the job. Like, this didn't start out uh, when Mike Brown died. This didn't start out when Trayvon Martin died. This started back when they said, hey, we're going to call this place America. That, you know what I mean? So that same struggle has been going on for, for, for centuries. And, yes. I, and I truly mean centuries. I know. And the reality is, is that uh, just because this movement is drawing light to it doesn't mean that there are not all types of other nationalities that police are killing if you look no. if you if you really follow police they're killing white dudes at the same not at the same rate but they're killing them at a high rate they're killing white women at a high rate they are just trigger people. happy and killing people okay. so and i understand that because i when i saw the um i guess it was a little clip and it was everyone it was it was just everyone girl um guy White, black, Indian, Puerto Rican. Yeah. They were, you know, it's a power trip for police. But the thing is that it brought light to the situation. And now what's happening is they're going to have cameras on their um, uniform. So this thing, there's positive to it. But, so, you know, LA, LAPD cameras are bullshit. And I'm going to tell you why. Because, um, number one, LAPD is saying that uh, they are going to let the officers review the footage before it's released to the public. Number two, they're saying that they're not going to release the public to be the footage to be viewed by the public until the trial is over or whatever action or whatever investigation is fully over. What is so what you're talking about is there's a lot of time for them to Photoshop the shit out of this shit. Mm-hmm. What you're talking about, there's a lot of time for this officer to get his story straight. And, and basically what they're saying is we're going to record so that we can see but you guys are still going to remain in the dark because we are going to come up with excuses as to why we shot you in the face when your hands were up, which just happened down in Texas yesterday. I mean, it's ridiculous. The amount of death, period, that we have going on in America and that we have going on across the world just makes no sense to me. It's just befuddling. That means it makes no sense. I, it doesn't. It, it, really, it really does. It's... And and my Disgusting. thing is this: if tra- this is this, this is what this is what trips me out about black people who say that Black Lives Matter. 
as long as George Zimmerman is walking around anywhere on this motherfucking earth, you cannot sit here and say that Black Lives Matter. This dude is on Twitter saying, I wish somebody would mess with me because you saw what I did to the last motherfucker. This dude is going around saying, yes, I carry a gun. Yes, I'm able to carry a gun. I'm going to be swimming on this day. There's all these so-called gangster dudes walking around shooting each other. There's all these so-called political activists saying that Black Lives Matter. Why haven't somebody assassinated this dude? Because he's in hiding. He's not in hiding. He's on Facebook. He's on Twitter saying he's swimming but at the Marriott the in Sanford, Illinois. This motherfucker went to dinner last week at Red Lobster. How do I know that? <laughs> There's okay. no way that I should know no. that. But my thing is this. All this rhetoric, and that's what it is up to this point. Now they're saying that you know the acts of a few are uh, a few. These few people who have shot police officers and who have targeted white people, they're saying that they're attributing it to Black Lives Matter. And I just really feel now it's a hate group because Elizabeth Hasselbeck had called it a hate group. She says had some disturb. She made um, some really disturbing comments, and she said Black Lives Matter should asked why it's not considered a hate group. So now they're wanting to consider Black Lives Matter a hate group. And that is just boggling to me. Well, uh, of course they do. Because that gives... See, this is the thing. This is how come I feel like all life all life matters. I'm talking about but cats, that, dogs, okay, uh, horses, is, anything that's alive this, matters. Now, now we I'll, understand that. Now let that's me get let me get at let me get at though. this though. The that, reason okay. the reason why this Black Lives uh, Black Lives Matter movement is is getting a lot of press is because this is going to be used and this is going to be uh, brought up time and time again. To make people who believe in Black Lives Matter seem criminal. To make people who believe in Black Lives Matter seem like they are the ones doing the terrorism. And then what is that going to do? That's going to give the police even more jurisdiction to go out and shoot black people in the face. If you have a Black Lives Matter tee on, you might as well have a target pointed on the other side. Okay, this is the thing, though. I think we need to really understand that it's a given that all life matters. That is a given, but I think that we need to focus on Black Lives Matter because it is ridiculous on how people are getting killed. Now, understand something, okay? Mm -hmm. I never really, I lived in this bubble, yeah, and I was a little bit naive because I'm like, oh, you could talk your way out of anything you know whenever a police officer comes to my car <laughs> i know exactly what to say yeah, you must have been smoking that good stuff girl because they don't you give know, no fuck and my ex-boyfriend he always said you know they're pulling you over because you're dark skin and i just didn't understand he was a white guy and i just didn't understand i would look at him like what are you talking about because we lived in like this really uppity area like mm -hmm. in new jersey like yeah. madison new jersey and he was like um, they they're pulling you over now. Um, I didn't really understand it until things like this started to happen. Well, you know, th this is where me and you differ because th the police influence every facet of my life. Okay. What I mean by that is I have the type of vehicle that I have because of the police. I dress the way that I do because of the police. I keep my facial hair the way that I do because of the police. I talk the way that I do because of the police. Everything. And it's not like I'm paranoid. I've known this since a child. Like my dad taught me early on, the police will kill you and go have a sandwich. But see, this is the thing. I don't think that we should do everything because of the police. Like I talk a certain way just because that's who I am. I don't think that I would talk a certain way so that um, I don't get killed. But, you know, therein lies the question. And, and the question is, are you who you are because that's truly who you are or who you are, are or are you who you are because this is what has helped you not get shot in the face to this point? Don't I, I, and every black person, every black person, every black person has to look in the mirror and ask themselves that question. And it's not just black people. It's brown people. It's anybody that that that, that that's outside the fucking norm. And, and this is the thing. This is not going to change until the regime of the government changes. Even even Barack Obama, a black president, could not do shit. He has not done shit. He has not taken the M16s away from the police officers. He has not taken the the shoot on command away from the police. He he can't do anything. His hands are basically tied. Exactly. So the reality is is we can win the game 
and still lose the fucking playoffs. I mean, we can win the the battle and still lose the war because we are losing. We are losing, losing, losing. All right. Okay. <sighs> if you want to say one more thing on that, let's uh, move on to some different shit. If you don't mind. Um. The I guess I just want to close it off by saying he can't do much because. You know, all of these, he owes too many, like, lobbyists, basically. And he just doesn't have the power. Like, you know how the White House, is, the, this well, the whole thing is set up. Well, you know, me personally, I believe, and I truly believe that the reason why Republicans don't want to have universal health care and the reason why Republicans are not against police shooting people is because they want poor people and black people especially to die young. They want us to die young before that we can pass on the knowledge that our forefathers gave us to the younger people. They want us to die young before we become a burden on the tax system with our health care. They want us to die young before we're able to take out those 401ks and all this okay. money that the corporations have set against us. I truly believe that. And that's how come this shit will not change until the political structure itself has changed. Now, I understand that. But... I think that Republicans need to really understand that black people, well, African-American people are only about 14 percent. So they're basically doing that for just it's like I think it's with Republicans. I think it's a classism thing. I don't think it's even a color thing. It's a color issue at this time. I think the Republicans and, you know, some people, some Republicans don't even have the nerve to be Republicans because they're so poor. <laughs> well, like they are dirt poor and it's like you're a republican why <laughs> exactly please tell me so yeah. but but that's i i just say that to say um i partly agree with you but at the same time i look at it as them wanting the rich to stay rich the poor to stay poor they don't want a middle class and what happens when they don't have a middle class is that you know like first of all they want to have their guns they yeah. want to shoot lions and whatever they want to do. They want to shoot. This, this is the thing that trips me out about poor people. Poor people want other poor people to stay poor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like if you're poor and you know other poor people, you want to be rich and you want to have the, but you want those motherfuckers to stay poor. I would never want, I want everybody to be rich. But you know what? That's the thing though. Everybody can't be rich because if everybody's rich, then it, by, by the same accord, everyone is poor. Because the standard is lowered. But, yeah. but that's the thing, that, that wish and that dream for a per poor person to rise above their circumstances, to have all the money in the world that they want. That is the one thing that keeps this power structure alive. You know, and, and I, you can call me crazy, you can call me stupid, you can call me a hater, but I'm just calling it how I see it. You know what I mean? Because I've had to check myself at certain points and say, you know what, Lloyd, this is the reality that you are living in. And this is what you have been given. So what's going on like i really don't think that it's a, a bad thing for black people to have a uh, uh, socialist tendencies it, if anything the system has the system of capitalism has been set up to make sure that we do nothing but give our money away yeah so the reality is is that when you go against these principles as a black person you're actually going against the 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 commonwealth of the, your family that is not able to jump above that hump you're actually going against the commonwealth of the same parishioners at your church who have have don't have the enough means to take care of themselves but you know what that's a another day Topic. for another theory okay yeah let's definitely. get to the let's get to the motherfucking vmas okay let's do it all right so um i want to start off with how did you feel about Nicki Minaj? I thought her ass was way too big. I thought her. I thought she just went overboard on the ass shots. It looked like she stuffed a balloon in her in her motherfucking dress and just started it, running down the aisle. It's it, not the same butt. I don't. I think it's somebody else's butt. I think she had a butt transplant between the the Grammys and now. Like her ass is. Her, I, I like ass, but her she had like three asses just pasted together. This shit was ridiculous. I, I didn't pay attention to it. You missed it. <laughs> I, mean, I just know that she couldn't get up those stairs because of her ass. It was there was nothing impeding her from the front. You know what? Like it was her ass. Her ass. She probably went home and had to take like three butts off before she went to sleep. <laughs> Goodness, you can't. How can <laughs> but you? You know what the thing is? I think what happens is when women wear undergar when women wear dresses like that, we actually have things to support ourselves. So we have the thing to suck it up and lift our butts. Up. She so had, it probably looked bigger than normal because she was she looked like she had another butt holding her butt up that's what she looked like 
She like it was know. extra. It was ass plus another ass, and then her ass was underneath all of that. It was just ridiculous. She could not stand up straight. Did you see her? I did, but I wasn't really paying. She attention. could not stand up straight. She looked. She needed to do yoga or something. Her body was just. I mean, don't get me wrong. It looked great. It looked great, mm-hmm. right? But it was just like. Her ass was like at, at a 25 and I like ass at like a 10 or a 12. And I See, and I think that's just because her undergarments were... Undergarments give you that much ass? Yes, because Damn. we get the butt lift. Like there's this thing. It's like it sucks in your waist and then it lifts up your butt. See that's that. All that, in that one. See that sounds like women talk to me because you don't you don't even know what it's called. You just know there's a thing that exists. Like if I if I tried that with a dude, it's you'd be like, yeah, lifter. it's this thing that make your dick like I don't know what it's called, but it makes your dick like it's a thing, right? Okay. And then you put you put your dick in the thing, and then another dick is on top of that, and then that that's just what dudes do. It's a butt lift. That's what you sound like though. Yeah, I know. But uh, <laughs> but I wanted to say what exactly why she said that to Miley. So Miley did a um, interview with the New York Times, as white girls tend to do. Um, now what she said was what I read sounded very Nicki Minaj, which if you know <laughs> Nicki Minaj, is not too kind. It's not. It's not very polite. I think there's a way you speak to people with openness and love. You don't have to start this pop star against pop star war. It became Nicki Minaj and Taylor in a fight. So now the story isn't even on what you wanted it to be about. Now, my thing is, she didn't have to call Nicki Minaj um, pretty much a mean girl. And another thing is, I think that people misunderstood what Nicki Minaj was saying. Nicki Minaj was saying that she, I don't think she was talking about race. I think she was talking about skinny girls. Like she did, her video um, represented thicker girls, bigger girls. Of course. She wasn't talking about color. But, and I think everybody read it. Oh, she's talking about color because we often always talk about color. I wish people would just get over it. Color, just get over it. Like, but you know, I I, I think that um, my first off, I think Miley Cyrus was high. I think that Miley Cyrus was high as shit. First off, whatever she does, you can't even take her seriously anymore. Like she's become a cartoon of a cartoon. Uh, it's yeah, ridiculous. Definitely. And so whatever she was saying in the interview is. She's she's like the white female version of ODB at this point. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she's just making no sense. Like I, I understand some of the comments that she said, but Nicki Minaj is is like uh, uh, this is just ridiculous. My mind is not being able to fully explain how how stupid this whole situation is mm-hmm. because Nicki Minaj has had a lot more success and Nicki Minaj is, is doing her own things and I've said her name like seven times I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. but the reality is is whatever Miley Cyrus is talking about doesn't mean anything in the grand concept of of making music or or anything she's just saying words yeah that's true I like her new song though her new song is dope I didn't I haven't listened to it I it's, consider myself a grown man and no. I don't see why any dude over 19 would uh listen to it yeah definitely they play unless, she, unless she has Juicy J on the song if she has Juicy J she does another song with Juicy J or Mike Will made it I'll listen to it but I'll listen to it for them and then be like oh this bitch is on the song too you know what I mean like I would not put a Miley Cyrus song in my in my playlist and I, it's not that I hate her it's just I know she doesn't she has a nice voice and she had a couple of joints. You didn't like Rolling Wrecking Ball? She has a nice voice for a Muppet. I mean, like... Did you, no, she doesn't. Her voice is nice. I, the, the Miley Cyrus that I like was like 2007, 2008, and she was getting into all these crazy video dance battles with some other white chick, and it got like a couple of million views on YouTube. This Miley Cyrus, I don't know who the fuck she is. I have no... Yeah, I have I no, it. like, I, I, I don't know. But yeah. all I know is that Nicki Minaj... Uh, Nicki Minaj got real ghetto on stage. Can we say that? I mean, yeah, she really did. She was like, "What's fucking good?" She was, <laughs> but for what though? Because she felt like Miley Cyrus was just talking shit for no reason, and she's just tired of. Like I understand. So, so this is my thing. I I understand the way that this world works. So you're telling me that these two were in the same building for three hours, and she waited. Three hours and five minutes to really see, like, oh yeah, that's right. I want to say something to her. She about it, what she said. She wanted it to. She wanted to do it, 
so that everybody saw that she checked her. You know what? Real G's moving silence. Yeah, of Real course. Real G's moving silence. But that's she, not she what she had this backstage. She could have walked up to her and said, "Hey, Miley, um, I need to make sure that you said what you said because I want to beat your motherfucking ass." You know, I mean, like when you're telling you when you get on stage in front of millions of people and then decide to air your problems. To me, that seems like there's something else going on because you know they were in the same building. She yeah. could, if she really had a problem, she could have went to her dressing room, told security, make sure I don't ever see that bitch, whatever. But the reality is that she waited till she got on stage and then decided, you know what? I'm going to do some dumb shit. Yeah. And then Miley Cyrus, as high as she was, she only reacted with the with the with the with the standard industry comment. Uh, yeah, well, I, I. I mean, because let's be honest. Because let's I, be honest. If they did get in a fight, all all Nicki Minaj had to do is just sit on Miley with her fake asses and. And Molly would be, she'd be fucked up. Like, it's, there's no fight there. There isn't. There's no fight there. Like, to me, that's the equivalent of Floyd Mayweather fighting his girlfriend. <laughs> like, there's, like, there's no fucking fight there. Yeah, that is true. That is true. But um, the VMAs lost 2 million viewers from uh, th- last year. So I think it's, uh, I think it's because of Miley. Like, people didn't want to see it. They I, knew that she was going to be half naked. They knew that she was going to stick her tongue out. They knew she was going to dance all over with her booty shaking. Nobody wanted to see that. You know what? I think the VMAs is lo- are losing people because people are realizing that MTV has no reason to do the V. They have no... Um, they have no precedence to do the VMAs anymore because they don't play VMs. Videos, yeah, that's true. They don't. They don't play video music. They don't play V. How can you do the VMA awards if you don't play videos? I mean, you don't see. You don't see like ESPN doing the fucking uh the do doing the fucking uh dance off. They don't dance. That is true. That's true. Are you gonna vote for Kanye West in twenty twenty? No, I'm not voting for that dude. <laughs> Give a fuck. Not, uh, hey, check me. I I love Kanye West's music. I don't know why he does fashion. To me, that's some bitch shit. I don't get it. A grown She's a man. Creative. Uh, uh, bro, you know what? This is what grown men do. Grown men walk into Macy's. They say, "What's up? What size you got in these Levi's?" I, right, I'm out. But he I'm is done. He is. You creative. have these Nikes in eleven. Yes, you do. I'm done. Do you have this T-shirt in extra large, nigga? I'm done. You don't sit around for years at a time trying to con motherfuckers into wearing leather joggers. That's not manly that's not fucking the thing to do okay uh, and 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 i know that someone does that and then i'm gonna then vote for them mm-hmm. to have a say in anything i wouldn't vote for him to be the president of his kids preschool pta fuck that would you vote for him yeah i totally would you wow because i Explain think that yourself we, i think that um where we need change so i mean granted presidents don't really have power the only change that kanye ever made was from nike to adidas that's it but look i look at it like this i want to see different people in the white house i want to see different things don't you want to see different smart people in the white house don't you want to see different accomplished people in the white house I mean, of course. I so, mean, but at the same time, guess what? I want to see Kanye West too. I want to see what he does. I oh want to see. Oh my God! Yeah, this is my thing. Yeah, there's a whole nation who's going to be at the mercy of this egomaniacal. It's, I think that people this, misunderstand him. How can you misunderstand when he says, "I am a god"? Okay. How can you misunderstand when he goes on on TV and says, "I am a genius," and that's the way God wanted it? How okay, can you misunderstand look, when he sits there and, and says, the thing, "I changed fashion forever"? Like, first of all, I think that he these are is, delusional comments. I think that he is socially awkward. I think that he does not know how to speak to people. Those sound like excuses for a person with cerebral palsy. No, I really do think these things. And I think that he wants to tell everyone that they need to look at themselves as a God. I think he needs, he's trying to tell everyone that they need to have confidence within themselves. I think that's what he really wants to um, say, but he doesn't say it. Well, so, when I watch interviews, I understand his message, but he just doesn't say it the way it's supposed to be 
said. And I just want to clear this up. I'm a fan of Kanye's music, mm-hmm. but everything else just makes no sense to me. And the, and this is what I'm talking about. You're having to read between the lines of simple conversation. Because Imagine, he's but socially on. awkward. But hold on. He is a creative sort. This is what I'm getting at, though. You're having to read between the lines of casual conversation. Imagine when there are political delegates and thousands of lives on a line and the course of human history involved. Reading between the lines has a lot more of a price than just figuring out exactly what he's trying to say about our human existence. I think that he would be he would actually do well with that because he wouldn't exist. He wouldn't actually work. I think that he wouldn't be on stage with people. He would be working with other people so he like when all right for example when he's working on a project right he can explain himself very well so he knows how to have a successful project so i think that he will work well when it comes to those things i just think that he doesn't know how to speak to um the media (laughs) I should say the media. It's that's what I feel. Because look at the successful projects that he does. I've, I've, I've seen things. I've seen his successful projects. He and- has a team, so he's working with that team. He knows exactly what he wants. So that's why he's. So if he has an objective for the United States of America, he will get that done. Mm. Okay. And and the only reason this is my thing though, we have people who have devoted their whole lives to understanding this process. We have people who have devoted and and sacrificed and and have a following of people who are are, are advisors. And what? And oh, but hold on. Okay. So 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 for this person who has no political aspirations up until the point where he becomes a, a, a billionaire or a millionaire and marries some model to say that he wants to be president. For me, that is that is a, an insult to the institution of the presidency and an insult to not only the black community, but Americans at large. Because the reality is, is that this person that we're speaking of has time and time again made it abundantly clear that he has exactly no direction in life. Other than to create. Is that the type of person that you want leading financial institutions? Is that the type of person that you want leading healthcare? Is that the type of person that you want leading space exploration? Okay, now the reality let's is break you can't this even down. do that. You can't, I, okay, I, I all can't right. listen. For, first of all, we already know the president doesn't have that much power. We already know that people are put in place to help the president deg- um, delegate. delegate things. So he has the ideas. And he makes those ideas happen with those people by himself. So, guess what? I am all for it. If he can bring something new. We have had Bush in office. Bush went to Yale. Bush. Who cares? Look. you talking about who cares? Oh, my goodness. Okay, check this out. Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. Are you talking about Bush Jr.? Yes. That guy is an idiot. I don't care what school he went to. I care less. Before he became president. I care less. I don't care. He's still an idiot. That made sure that we all didn't die because of his stupidity. still Kanye doesn't have that. Kanye has a team that says, yeah, let's put these leather joggers on a zebra and see what happens. No. That's who's around Kanye. Alright, okay, we'll talk about it when we come back It's time to take a break Once again, thank you all for listening to Political Ignorance We'll see y'all in a minute Yeah No matter how I word it I work hard and determined I need respect cause I earned it Not a lot of niggas have made it this kind of journey Cause it's set up to stop us Talking about my niggas and James up in the projects All the was work on the corner or be a mobster All my niggas dying in vain Look what it causes The process of making you wait Paving the way Obnoxious and taking away All that we made It's toxic They profit of are you ready to take your music to the next level? Do you need music written for your commercial or film? Are you in need of a voiceover or ADR for your project? How about a music producer? StageRit Studios has got you covered. StageRit Studios is located in Burbank, California and offers a professional creative team of producers, writers, and engineers to ensure your creative vibe is captured. Visit us on the web at stageritstudios.com or give us a call at 818-855-9210 to book your session. Get the StageRit Studios experience. 
Hey guys, it's Dante. And Rebecca. See the top stand-up comics in Hollywood every Monday, Monday, Monday. Live comedy every Monday night at Sal's Comedy Hole from 8 to 10 p.m. Located at 7356 Melrose Avenue, Los Angeles, California, 90046 at Melrose and Fuller. $5 cover or $15 VIP couch seating. There's no food or drink minimum and it's 18 years old and up. Located in the back of Sal's Restaurant, this 150-seat comedy club is one of the nicest you'll ever see. And the food is amazing. Say Red Gorilla for free admission or two-for-one VIP seating. Again, that's Say Red Gorilla for free admission or two-for-one VIP seating. Wow. Comedy every Monday at Sal's Comedy Hole on Melrose. More info at goldenartistsentertainment.com. See you there. World's finest smoke shop, Smoking Heaven, has moved to sunny Burbank, California, right, right off Magnolia and Hollywood Way. Smoking Heaven remains the only smoke shop in U.S. that guarantees to be any price in U.S. or it's free. 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 Made in U.S. guaranteed. We care about quality. Mention this ad and receive a free, free. free hookah. For directions and info, that's Smoking Heaven on Yelp.com. Or call us at 310-754-5005 at Smoking Heaven. That's 310-754-5005. The Vintage Soul Project, an urban sound with a retro twist. Check out their new EP, arranged and produced by Robert E. Lee. Now available on iTunes. The Vintage Soul Project. Looking to lose weight without exercising more? Want to eat healthy but don't have time to cook? If so, we at Paleo Delivers have the solution. We deliver gourmet paleo meals to your door daily. Meals are made fresh every day. Portion sizes and delivery days can be customized to meet your schedule. All meals and snacks are gluten-free, grain-free, dairy-free, and refined sugar-free. Do you have food allergies? Not a problem. Paleo Delivers allows up to six dietary restrictions with every order at no additional cost. We deliver almost anywhere in Southern California. To sign up for a plan, call 310-795-7750 or visit us at paleodelivers.com. As a listener of the Red Gorilla Network, you can save 25%. Just use coupon code RED, that's R-E-D, at checkout. Call 310-795-7750 or visit paleodelivers.com for more information and to place an order. Golden Artists Entertainment. Need to hire a comedian, magician, celebrity, musician, or hypnotist, check out goldenartistentertainment.com. That's artists with an S. We're a full-service entertainment company. We make movies, TV shows, and web content. We manage entertainers and book live shows. We book entertainers for your corporate events, private shows, and colleges. Go to goldenartistentertainment.com today. Hi, I'm Mercedes Carrera, your favorite Twitter porn star, and you're listening to the Red Gorilla Network. Yeah. Work ethic. No matter how I word it, I work hard and determined. I need respect because I earned it. Not a lot of niggas have made it this kind of journey. Cause I set up to stop us. Talking about my niggas and chains up in the project. So the was work on the corner or be a mobster. All my niggas dying in vain. Look what it causes. The process of making you wait. Paving the way. I'm not just Alright, welcome we back to the Political Ignorance Podcast. My name is Lloyd Collins. And I'm Auntie J. Alright, y'all. We're gonna jump right back into this motherfucking topic. Because apparently, uh, we're not done with this. We're not done with this at all. So uh where we left off with was you were comparing uh George Bush to a, a a recording artist named Kanye West. Yes. <laughs> Listen, this is the thing. I think that people um, often forget that if you have a good heart and you want the best for humanity, that is more important than a fancy degree from a fancy school. And I'm not saying that Con- I don't know what Kanye West can do. I it maybe it's a fail, but I rather try something 
different and see if it works than to just say he wouldn't do a good job because of who he is. Okay. All right. Now, now, now I only say that because I'm basing my, um, my opinion on facts. It's, it's not sitting, I'm not sitting here and saying that this person is, uh, someone that he isn't. I'm not sitting here and saying that, uh, that uh, all, all I'm saying is this, every president since the beginning of the, uh, United States or the 13 colonies or whatever they were calling themselves back then has had political experience has ran a campaign before has uh, all of these connections and 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 all of these uh, supporters where did that get them like that that got us to be the most powerful nation in the world basically uh, basically, okay. it got us to have the the best army. Like so this is where the thing. Do, okay, There's so, such a wide scope of, okay. of things that Kanye has no experience about, and dreaming about it doesn't mean that you have experience in it. Of course. So, so the reality is, is that we're talking about we're basically talking about but, someone who works at a garage, and then the next day decides they're going to be a brain surgeon. Okay, uh, that's what we're, that's the that's the. No, I think that you. Okay, now I could understand why you say that but and i'm not no I'm not one saying, is, i'm not talking down about people who work in garages I'm no I, I know exactly what you're saying but at the end of the day none of these people were president so being a governor of a state is totally different than being a president i understand that it's still the political world but rem- remind you what i say what what i said what i was saying before is that guess what the president doesn't have that much power so he has all of these people and this is 2020 so i'm sure that from now till then he can figure out what he has to do to be a good he candidate. He couldn't even earn a degree between now and 2020. He, he could He could not earn a political science degree between now and 2020. The man, I mean, the man uh, is a self the man is a self-proclaimed college dropout. Okay. The man is a self-proclaimed fashionista. Yep. The man is a self-proclaimed god. So, Everybody is a god, so, though. You yeah, forgot you know that no, no, one no, no. thing. I'm not, I'm he not means that, that everybody is about, a god. Okay, see, this is the fact that that you know that doesn't okay. mean the fact that Southern people give a damn. Doesn't mean the fact that the voting base of the people who are going to put him in office give a fuck about that. All they hear is what he said, and mm-hmm. the reality is, is that you are not going to win any state in the South. He he might win three places. He might he might win uh, L.A., New York, and Chicago, and I mean just those cities, not the whole state. Okay. Not New York State, New York City. So, uh, to me, this is the biggest. Uh, this, this is like that time when Weird Al Yankovic uh, said he was going to run for governor of Idaho. He he was just playing around. Okay. Like it was part of his comedy act. I really don't think that he has the. Uh, I know that he's an arrogant person. Uh, I mean, I can see that from his music. And he's and really whatnot. not. I agree to disagree. <laughs> he's not. He's not. <laughs> It seems like, I don't it seems see like we're that. talking about two totally different people. I do not see that. I look. I could see any person, Kanye for who he is. But any person who designs a shoe and makes it five hundred dollars is an arrogant person. That's just the. Those are facts right there. No person who he's has fashion. He's he's into fashion. That's you know, what he you is. You know who else he's was into, into fashion? High, high Prince. fashion. Prince was into fashion. Uh-huh. Yeah, the same dude who wore assless chaps in the Super Bowl. Uh, that's that's the type of person that we're talking about is going to run for president. I just I can't I I would I would literally shoot myself in the face if if Kanye West becomes president because the reality is I don't want to live in that world. Okay, I don't want to live in that world. But I don't think that he's promoting that to be that. I don't. That's not what he's saying. That's who he is as a person. He's you know that flashy. We could. You know what? Let's this move means, on. No, I'm, I'm just going to say this real quick. I read on the internet somewhere some, the other day that this movie called Idiocracy is the only movie in history that started off as a feature film and is becoming a documentary. Uh, that So living in this crazy mixed up world, I'm going to take that back. I would not shoot myself in the face because we've already seen that anything is possible. And there is a, a, a possible that the Louis Vuitton Don uh, may be president one day. And so I just need to, to realize that I'm living in an ignorant society that will put it's, even more ignorant people in charge. It would not be ignorant, it would, though. It would literally be the most ignorant things in spending a billion dollars to okay. drill holes to I, the center of the You know earth. what? Like, I guess I'm just open about it because, look, I feel as though we can't, go, we can't be any more worse. What? 
Look. Do, have you, you read about the Great Depression? Look at these people. Okay. And of of course, but okay, I'm just so, saying that like look look how look what's go look what's going on right now. Like why wouldn't I say why not Kanye? Maybe he can surprise me. Why wouldn't you want to say that? Because, like because going out on that far of an extreme is is only going to it may it may help you. It may help people like us. But the reality is, there's so many how people. Would it, how so, would it help? So many people how would it around help, the world how are going to be worse off. How many? Why would it help me? Why would it help? Wh- explain to me why would it help me? I said that it may help you. Like how though? I'm just doing it off of the fact that I know this man wants. He's fighting for humanity, the good of humanity. That's what. I think I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's so tripped out because one thing literally has nothing to do with the other. Sometimes the the best thing in humanity is to put sanctions on them. Is to is to make sure that wars don't break out by having nuclear threats. Like the the, the I fact think that, that he's going to cover that. I don't think that he's <laughs> going to come into. Th- there's no way that I think he's going to c- become a president or go into. Um, Try to run for president without not knowing any of that stuff. That sounds like something an ignorant fasterista would do. Okay. I have to leave this alone because my head is starting to hurt. Okay. Whatever. All right. So, um, Straight Out of Compton is winning the third week as the number one movie and grossed over $137 And that's the million. first uh, movie to do that this year. Yes. And it's, it's the biggest selling music bi- um, biopic. It beat out uh, Walk the Line, um, mm-hmm. Johnny Cash, which grossed $119 million. Yes. And it beat out The Doors, Oliver Stone. Yep. Uh, we will not be seeing Idris Elba as James Bond. Do you want to know why? Because he uh, is too street uh, to portray a, uh, I don't know, billionaire playboy. I don't know. He has this uh, beautiful accent. I mean, James Bond had an accent, didn't he? I remember. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And he, I think he's really suave. I don't see any street, anything, I, I don't know. I don't see that. Well, this is what I see. I see that uh, the numbers across the world, because uh, James Bond is a uh, leading brand in movies across the world, not just America or, mm-hmm. or Europe, but across the world, uh, black movies and, and action movies with black leads do not fare well at the box office and so i'm not defending the fact that uh he's not going to be james bond but i will say that i understand why they might not want to change the brand to something that is not going to sell when they already have but this is the thing they actually wanted to get a black person they're actually getting the guy from selma what yes to be to play james bond that was the whole thing they wanted an african-american male so I, I I understand that, and that's what studios were saying. But guess what? We keep surprising them all the time. Yeah. Look at we did with television, and now they're all like, oh, hey, we want some more um, African-American shows. Well, you know, this is my thing. I'm, I'm happy for the success of uh, Straight Outta Compton, and I'm happy for purely selfish reasons. And I'm going to say this, and I don't give a fuck. Uh, I'm happy because... Because this black movie made a whole bunch of money, and it was a black movie. Let's mm-hmm. talk about that first Definitely. off. A lot of people are saying that you know um, this is another situation of uh, white people putting black people on the screen and and them making all the money. So so let's just break this down real quick. Uh, Ice Cube, executive producer, uh, Dre, executive producer. Even though they got distribution through Universal and all these things, there who's was a the black producer direct- though. Who's the producer? The executive producer was Ice Cube. No, but who's the producer? Because the executive producer is like really nothing in movies. Well, the reality is that the executive producer is still getting points on. Yeah, of course, of course. Okay, but so so curious. when oh, you have okay. an executive producer that's a minority, and you have a director that's a minority, and then you have lead actors that are the minority, that then becomes uh, the majority of the minority is yes. the uh, the. So so what I'm saying is these black people made a, a lot of money for Hollywood and in Hollywood, Definitely. and that is going to lead to these things that we. We call spinoffs and knockoffs and straight up fucked up uh, movies that are going to be low budget. And you know what? All those movies are going to have black people in them. And so for me, so th- even even though it made a uh, hundred and thirty million dollars at the box office, you might as well go ahead and multiply that by four. 
Like it made over Definitely. half, a, it made close to half a billion dollars for black actors and uh, black producers and black directors. That money just hasn't been collected yet. Like yeah. we've already heard, like you know, Snoop Dogg spinoffs, Masterpiece spinoffs. Oh, Masterpiece had that stuff in the work. Um, but but it doesn't matter because the reality is is that it was legitimized by uh, the success of Straight Outta Compton. So you have to remember, all these products have have been in the works for a while. The Tupac biopic has been in the work. It stalled mm -hmm. a couple times because of the success of this. Is on a fast track to getting made all these things are happening because of straight out of Compton so what I'm saying is all these and you know that that's going to have uh, black actors uh, that's going to have a, a lot of black people on the crew possibly some of them are going to have black um, writers uh, writers, and, mm -hmm. and black directors so the reality is there's a lot of minorities that are going to get work and then let's talk about the ghetto section of this that means that every brother with a camera <laughs> every hood uh, spinoff knockoff of local legends local rap stars they're all going to be coming out of the woodworks to make this movie I mean to make a movie like Straight Outta Compton and compromise and a uh, and capitalize on the opportunity. So me, as a as a struggling black actor, comedian, I say hell yes, fuck yes, let's Definitely. do it. Um, I wanted to add something. Um, you know what I want to make? I want to make the D12 story. I think that... That'll like, be interesting. That'll yeah, be really not Eminem. I want to make like the... The D12, yeah, totally. I want to play bizarre. I think I'm fat enough to play bizarre. I may have to gain <laughs> like five pounds. But I want to play that fat motherfucker. But what I was going to say is that um, I... I like the fact that Master P is actually doing it independently. So he's basically doing what he did when he came into the music industry. See, uh, the thing is, straight out of Compton, it was it went through Universal, yes. all those channels. Mm -hmm. Although Ice Cube, Dr. Dre had the money to put up. So if they could have just did it and then say, hey, look, I'm going to get a distribution deal through Universal. And still, they would have, you know, did how straight out of Compton, the album... They would have hustled it just like the album, basically yeah, what I'm you know, saying. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. The reality is that um, uh, I'm just going to put just, it out there. These these guys really didn't um, make as much money as Master P. And these guys have definitely. other productions going on and they have other facets in their life. So even though this is a huge project to us, this could have started off as just a, another revenue stream in a uh, line of a lot of revenue streams. Now, let's get to Master P story real quick. I'm not trying to cut you off. I, I no, get it. no, 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 no. But my thing is this. Master P, uh, this independent thing that Master P has done, it has made him a lot of money. He has become a very rich person. But I just have to go out there and say it is that... Uh, them, bo them movies was boo-boo, dog. Them movies was was mad garbage, son. No, but this biopic is going was to hella, be... This bio I got the hookup? No, those I movies got the hook were up, horrible. Nigga. Okay. So. But those, but that's back in the day. Like, they weren't... They didn't know what they were doing. This biopic that he has, it is really going to be uh um, And you good. know what? You know what people really said when that. I Got the Hookup came out? They said, nah, about it, about it was back in the day. But about this is about a it was biopic. before he knew what he was doing. He know what he's doing now. I, I Got the Hookup is going to be the bomb. And but it was garbage. Okay, so this is a biopic. This is showing him his experiences. This is the death of his best friend. This is New Orleans. This is him going to Richmond, California, and opening up a record store. This is all of that. So this is all I'm saying is I judge people based on their. Okay, the best predictor of future performance is past performance. So the reality is, is that he's made a, a, a short line of, of not successful movies. Okay. And so now he's saying that he's going to make another movie. And the only thing I could think to myself is this is going to be another uh, link in that line. Because the uh, only attachment he has is he's putting up the money. Romeo is um, executive producing it. Which is, okay, let's talk about that. He went to school and, at USC. No, we, let's no, not no, talk about no, it. No, let's talk we about it. I want to wrap this thing. up. I'm not, I'm not a hater at all, dog. But come on, dog. You put... Silk the Shocker <laughs> and 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 Mia X and all these. He was it was like he had a bunch of people in the studio. He was like, "You want an album? Do you want an album? All right, let's get you in the booth." And really didn't care about the quality of the product. And even though I listened to it, I soaked it up. I still sing. I don't sing none of that shit. I'm not gonna lie. But the reality is, is that that's just what happened. And so this man has proven that he will take whatever is around him and and make what he can. And no, sometimes I think, and sometimes it's not good. Sometimes think, it's just not good. I think that um. It was that down south music, so we uh, that's 
that's their thing. Just but, like I don't live. That was that down south music, and I I liked certain songs, but at the same time, I can't say it was bad or it wasn't bad because yeah. it wasn't my thing at that time. Well, I'll say is I'll say that listen to it now. I can't believe I ever listened to it. But this is the thing. All I'm talking about is his uh, decision making and his plan of actions up to this point. Uh, but you know what? He could always surprise me. This movie could come out and be better than Straight Outta Compton. Uh, this movie could. You know, Romeo could become the next it executive producer in Hollywood. Anything is possible. Yeah. Anything is possible. Let me move on because I wanted to talk about this and I wanted to ask you a question. So, Fat Jewish, he is a social media personality. Jew. Okay. um, Who is. Who has made his name for himself. He has over 5.4 million Instagram followers, which to me is worth about a billion dollars. I'll explain that later in a second. Okay. Anywho, he recently signed a deal with CAA, which is, you know, CAA uh, Entertainment Agency, who reps everyone from Brad Pitt to Steven Spielberg. And um, when social media found out about that, they went in an uproar because apparently he has made his claim to fame by stealing jokes and reposting and not giving credit. Some people are mad because of this and others are mad because they're not it's not them at the end of the day i think that he's a smart businessman in july he signed a modeling deal with one management agency and if you know what he looks like you know he's not a model well you know what this is is my thing when you said when you said jew that was the end he launched white girl rose and he and will publish his first book money because I want to know, I want you to read all the accolades. Money, pizza, respect through Grand Central Publishing, which is, all these names are really big. He has a pilot in development at Company, Comedy Central, a radio show on Apple Music, brand deals with Virgin Mobile and Burger King. He's getting crucified and might lose his deal with CAA. Um if they find more plagiarism. Well, you know, my thing is like this. He's not going to lose his deal with CAA because because uh, this is the thing. Even though this has uh, come out of the blue somewhere or, or, you know, like this is happening on social media, mm-hmm. there, there's only one thing that, that is going to uh, prolong this guy's career, and that is his skills. That is his skills. Like, he, you could sell whatever. There's so many people who had so much hype coming out and, and who had the best representation and who put out book. Mr. T put out a book. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying. Definitely. I'm just saying. All these things only mean something if you can follow it up. And you know, yes. and, and these these comedians, because basically it's comedians coming out saying that he's still in their material, that he's still in their memes and all these other things. And uh, I, I just... I, I'm I'm so excited to see what happens with this guy because I think in two years we're going to be sitting here saying, "Hey, you remember that fat Jew guy who came out with those shitty products and and then faded away?" Of course. And I, of course. I, I and I also feel like it doesn't have anything to do with his followers. It has to do with somebody who goes to his synagogue. That's what I believe. I had to, I think that there's that he's connected in some way that we really don't uh, understand about. Because I know a lot of comedians who have five point four th- million followers. I know a lot of comedians who are signed to CAA, and I know a lot of comedians who are are out there actually doing the work. And it shows when they get on stage and it shows when they get in these movies and it shows when they get in these films. And I really don't feel like he has that type of staying power. Definitely. Definitely. And but I I believe that he's not even Jewish. But I remember his article. I I remember him doing an interview on High 97. But that's either near or or there. I always say that um, if you're if you don't have any talent. You're not going to last. Well, so you know, you're it's, correct. Um, it's not necessarily about talent. There's a work ethic. There is. I a, think he uh, has the work ethic. Well, not apparently not. If he's stealing Joe, this is my thing. If, mm-hmm. if, you, if you're stealing anything, that means that you don't want to work to make that. Like, like I could go out here and I could steal a car. And in short, what I'm saying is I don't want to take the time to make the money that it takes to buy that car. But he is stealing because he doesn't have talent. But th- that's not. 
necessarily the case. It's it's the work ethic. Like you could sit here and write a book, but and and a lot of times what people do when they write books is they have a a, a writers group and and oh, this yeah, writers guild, and then they put their name on it, and all of a sudden he's sharing his revenue with twelve other people who wrote one chapter each off that shit. So so all these things are just like a facade. Once we get down to the meat and the bone of whatever's going on with this dude who may or may not be Jewish, then I feel like we'll begin to have the real story. But this right now, we don't know this guy. Nobody yeah. knows anything about this individual except for the fact that somebody somewhere wants to make money off him. Not with him, but off, off of, him. of him. Yeah. So tell me how these uh, 5.4 million viewers transfer into billions of dollars. Because most companies, they want to cut costs. with mar- They want to cut their marketing dollars. So what do they do? They find people. And this is what I think people need to start doing. People who have a lot of followers, they need to start approaching marketing companies because these marketing companies, they want people with those types of of followers so that they don't have. So companies do not have to spend thirty thousand, forty thousand dollars for a commercial. Yeah. See, see how, how I think is that if I had that many followers, I would start up a company and take that money for myself. Yeah, definitely. Like that, Do and, something. And the fact that, and you know, like there's that. That's the that's the reality. Like people get followers so that they can uh, capitalize, and a lot of people are capitalizing through a middleman, and that middleman is whatever company that's paying them to relay the message. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't have the. I don't have whatever it takes to actually do this shit. Oh, you mean you'll get you'll start like a marketing uh, social media no, thing, I or mean, you like, mean if, you'll go to Gillette and you'll no, no, make that I would, deal. I would go to who makes Gillette's razors and make my own razors. Okay, got it. Like All right. this is the thing. Like whoever's That's approaching whoever's approaching me, mm-hmm. I would then start my own, own that. thing. Okay, got so it. So if somebody comes to me saying, "Hey, you know, we want you to sell these T-shirts," I would be like, "You know what? We need to start making T-shirts so that I can sell them." Somebody say, yeah. "Hey, you know what?" We want you to shave your beard. How about you do this? I would then go to China and spend a couple of days tracking down the Gillette dude for real. The but dude I who really think, makes the Gillettes. But and I would say, hey, man, I want a fat Jew razor. And then that's what I would put out there and make my billions of dollars to myself. See, but I think and this is a good segue to what uh, I wanted to say after this. But I think that's what most people are doing. They're starting like their T-shirt line or their boutique. But at the same time, they're also getting these companies like the whitening, teeth whitening companies. They're taking that. I think they give them about a thousand. Like I looked at the Kardashian, how much they make for reposting and stuff. So it's like 10,000 for repost. That's what they're like. People are making um, with these followers. Yeah. and, And, you know, that's easy money. And and this always brings me back around to the same thing, like uh, you know, I'm I'm not further along in my career because I choose not to do commercials that are going to sell death and depravity to the people that I care about. Okay. You'll never see me on a McDonald's commercial. You'll never see me on a KFC commercial. Mm-hmm. You'll never see me in an alcohol commercial. And because that's a me personally, I'm not a diehard Christian or anything like that. But I I know that at the end of the day, I have to live with what I've done. Yeah, and so a lot of these celebrities are like, you know what? I will take that uh, $10,000 for that bucket of cholesterol you want me to sell to these people. Let me go ahead and, re- and retreat this cholesterol bomb and see how many people die in 10 years from eating this shit thinking they're trying to be like me. I don't want that on my soul. Definitely, definitely. But at the same time, it's like, I, and everybody's like, oh, you rested on your morals, man. You better get that money. All money ain't good money, dog. Definitely. All money ain't good money. So, um, t- t- um since you said that, Tristan Walker, he turns down a half a billion dollars Um a half a billion dollar buyout from Shake, Gillette, and Proctor. He's a black man that invented bevel. If you know anything about razors, for people, you know that people of color um, get really bad razor bumps because um, of the coarse hair. I just wanted to acknowledge this man for not selling out and launching more products that help people of color with their. Um, needs for like razors and things like that because i yeah. think that it was just like really amazing um it i was. just ordered bevel um that sounds like a comedian we had on the show a couple of months ago oh, uh, well. <laughs> but uh but check this out this is this is the thing and you know my my brother is a capitalist he is an entrepreneur he um has a lot of products and me and him we sit around and we talk about this all the time mm-hmm. and basically what i'm getting at is that that as a minority uh our products are not mainstream like you can't go to walmart and buy uh, 
you know, black hair products that are going to be on par with what we can get in our, in the Asian boutique. You can't go to such and such and buy um, the type of uh, skin care that we need on just any level. What I'm talking about is you, white people can go to 7-Eleven mm-hmm. and get exactly what they need for their hair, get exactly what they need for their this and their that. As black people, we don't have that luxury. And, and I feel like people, more and more people like this guy who's uh, choosing not to sell these out are, are, are going to change that. Because there's, this is what large companies do. They find technology like this or they find new inventions like this and they buy that person out and then they shelve the product and never put it out. And they make, uh, well, well, I think they make well, lots see, of money. Well, well you know, th- this is the thing though. Even though this guy is going to do whatever he needs to do to get this product to, to the masses and make his money, Gillette has been doing just fine without it. So they're not even going to, so companies like that, the electric car has been around for so long, companies will buy that technology and make sure that it never hit the market so that they never have to change. Like this, there's a lot more going on here. They, it's not like they were going to buy this product and then flood the market with it and have every black person's skin looking good. They're going to get their competition away as soon as possible and continue on with business as usual. So this person right here actually did us a favor. I'm talking about black men who get razor bumps. My, my, ch- my, my, my chin... Looks like a skyline of a small town, man. Ooh. It's just it's, it's ridiculous. Ooh. I have Ooh. to I have to do everything that I can to keep the razor bumps away, including growing this uh, Santa Claus beard in the wintertime. But but yeah, I'm, we need more people like that. But yeah, more. But definitely. also, there's this uh, thought of taking the fast money and running. Definitely, definitely. Um, All right, guys. Well, you know what? We made it. We made it through an episode without fool. I want to let y'all know that. Uh, that was a lot more political than it was ignorant, but that's what definitely. it is tonight. That's oh, what yeah, it is tonight. That definitely was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel? You feel good? I feel good. I really do. All right, cool. I like all of our topics that we uh, discussed. All right, bet. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. Hey, y'all, I want to let y'all know uh, we will be back, and Fu will be back. And thank you all very much for listening. And uh, you know what? I want everybody to go to sleep tonight singing their favorite Kanye song and wondering which one he's going to pick out for the inauguration. I think it should be um, never, never go down. I think it should be uh, spaceships. Remember spaceships? Yeah, I remember spaceships. I've been working the slave mm-hmm. ship. Yeah, yeah. That shit My thing is um, when it comes to being. All right, this just turned into karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. My name is Lloyd Collins, and I'm Nancy J. And you have been listening to Political Ignorance. Have a great night. Yes. Kind of journey, cause I set up stoppers, talking about my niggas and chains up in the projects. All the niggas work on the corner, I'll be a mobster. All my niggas dying in vain, look what it causes. The process of making you wait, paving the way, obnoxious and taking away all that we made. It's toxic, they profit obnoxious, I promise. Thank you for listening to Red Gorilla Network. Make sure to check us out at redgorillanetwork.com for more information on our shows, hosts, guests, and artists. If you'd like to be featured on a show, you may do so by contacting us at 818-855-9210. Thanks for listening. Red Gorilla Network, the Kong of Casting, is broadcasted in Burbank, California. The content on Red Gorilla Network does not necessarily reflect the CEO, staff, host, guest or artist on the station. Yeah. <sighs>